The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. The latest Global Entrepreneurship Monitor South Africa has revealed that it's not all doom and gloom for the country's entrepreneurship sector, even though uh, we may be one of the considered one of the toughest countries uh, to be an entrepreneur. The report showing that there are some uh, positive signs. Angus Bowmaker Falconer is a research fellow at Stellenbosch Business School. He joins us now. Angus, good morning to you. Thank you for your time today. Good morning, Kathy, and thank you for inviting me, and uh, greetings to all your listeners. Before we go any further, let's talk about this uh, monitor and, and how it's run. So what do you uh, specifically look at? Okay, so the study is part of an international study. Um, the study internationally has covered more than 120 economies um, to date, and so it's a collaboration where we can uh, do cross-country comparisons um, how we collect our data, uh, it's a population study. Therefore, we go to the, to the general population. So the views that are um, reported on are the views of the general population, a rep- representative sample of uh, the general population of South Africa. We also um, interview experts around the framework conditions that support entrepreneurship in the country. I see so here. I see here, Angus, that you talk about early-stage entrepreneurial activity. What, is, what falls under that, that category? Okay, so early-stage entrepreneurs are those entrepreneurs who've been, who've started, uh, taken the plunge, and have been in the business. Uh, so they are um, active in the market up to three and a half years. So it's from ideation through to actually trading mm. or doing business up to that period. Mm. And of course, then what this does is that it uh, allows you to look beyond those businesses that um, we, we, we understand would fail bef- between um, this period of, of zero to, to three years because that's the most critical stage of, of a new business. Oh, it is, definitely so. Um, so three and a half years still doesn't give you guarantee of success, but it means that you've, you're, in the, you, you, you know, you're in, the, in the business and you've learned some lessons and you probably have a better chance. Mm, mm. Let's talk about these findings then. You say that when it comes to early stage entrepreneurial activity, there's been an increase of, this is of, um, from 10.8% in 2019 to 17.5% in 2021. I mean, if we push that a little, it could almost be double. No, it's fantastic. So um, this is a very big jump. And I'll talk a little bit about uh, what's driving that. But we've seen worldwide uh, during the pandemic that developing countries, more so than developed countries, have seen a spike in um, entrepreneurial rates, uh, the TE rates going up in the last year. So it's a combination, I think, of uh, new entrepreneurs that have been successful and, and stayed the path and new entrepreneurs coming into the market during that very difficult period. What, what are the sectors that people are getting involved in? So it's across sectors. Um, in South Africa, we're seeing, however, um, that the, the, the predominance here is in the retail and wholesale sector, which means that we're seeing a lot of, of the informal market captured in, into this entrepreneurial rate. So clearly you want a broader spectrum. 
Uh, most sectors are covered, including mining. Um, however, there's a big spike on the retail and wholesale sector, which does give perspective on the kind of entrepreneurship that we're seeing uh, developing over the last year. And, and does that tell us at all anything about why people are choosing to venture into entrepreneurship? I think it's a combination, Kathy, um, of what's available in the job market. I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a combination of that as well as um, mainstream entrepreneurship emerging in South Africa. But I definitely think that the difficult times have definitely pushed people towards self, um, uh, self-sustenance and creating businesses to keep going as an alternative to formal employment. Mm. Of, of course, the difficulty there is that you still have a very high number of people who, despite the fact that they see opportunity or potential, um, still don't feel comfortable enough in taking that leap. Yes, the, 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 we coin the phrase around fear of failure. So um, it's interesting in South Africa that, that of the total population, almost 38% of people in the country know someone else who's doing business, uh, which, is, which, is, which is quite remarkable. And they also see that there are opportunities in the market, and they, almost, they also believe they have the potential to maybe do, go that route as well. However, the fear of, fear of failure is extremely high in South Africa. So 53% of all people who say, I probably could do it, I see there's opportunities, but no, I'm not going to do it. What's so, yeah. Go ahead, Angus. Yeah, I mean, so that's partly about uh, stigma around failure. Um, the thing about entrepreneurship is that any entrepreneur who succeeded will tell you that there are failures along the way. So it's a mindset and a culture around taking risk and giving it a go. Mm. So, but it, but it is a very high rate. If we look at how many people actually really think that they will go ahead and start a business one day, that's around 20%. Um, and that's, that's pretty much on the global average. So if you take all the other things out of the way and say, okay, who's really going to give it a go? We are at a figure at the moment of 20% of the population see entrepreneurship as a possibility for them going forward. You know, what's, what's more concerning, Angus, is that despite the fact that you have um, this increase in people who have, have taken the leap and, and are now entrepreneurs, they're still operating in what is largely seen as an unfavorable environment or, or market for, for entrepreneurs. 100%. I mean, the, 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 the whole mark of successful entrepreneurship is markets. And in an economy where we've pretty much seen a flat, a flat curve over the last two decades, one's not going to see um, the emergence of entrepreneurship, high-growth entrepreneurship, that contributes significantly to GDP and that significantly uh, shows innovation um, and that is sustainable over time. So 100% correct. Without Entrepreneurship is not going to bootstrap the economy. It's going to be a participant. So, um, and we need to see the economy turn around to really see entrepreneurship grow. I mean, one of the things that is very interesting in the study is the age profile. Um, and that is, um, we've seen a jump, a significant jump in the age category of 18 to 24 years and 25 to 34 years. The number of people in the population is hitting almost 20%. 
um, of those age categories that are that are that are now involved in running their own business or entrepreneurial venture, and that's quite unusual. Um, that's a big change from 2019. You see, jumps here of, of definitely 100% plus. So, so just clarify that for me again, Angus. So, so where are you finding the biggest change in as far as the age is concerned? 18 to 24 year and the 30, 25 to 34, 18 to 24 and 25 to 34 year categories. Mm. So those so are marking the, the biggest increases in entrepreneurship. 100%. These, mm. these are very big increases. We're talking about in the 18 to 24 year, old, uh, year category, we're seeing a jump from 8.4% of that age category to 19.3. And um, for the 25 to 35 years, which you normally assume would be high, has jumped from 12.6 to almost 20%. So we're seeing the youth very much engaging in entrepreneurial activity mm. um, ahead of uh, a kind of normalized age category around 25 to 35. I guess um, it makes sense when you look at um, our unemployment numbers and and where the, the highest numbers of people who are unemployed sits, no? 100%. The question is, the big question is, Will the market, will the market help them grow? In other words, mm. we, we know that, that the South African market is not only tough economically, but it's also quite closed. So are we going to see the market opening for those entrepreneurs? Are we going to see them getting access to some help, support, whether it be mentorship or whether it be direct finance? Um, and that will, that will determine uh, whether those young entrepreneurs are successful. Um, and you also don't know whether, you know, if, if the job market changes, the economy improves, whether they'll stay with the entrepreneurial venture mm. or revert back to employment. We'll have to see uh, how that uh, pans out over time. Yeah, that's a very important point to make. Well, one hopes that there will be a change when it comes to the way that young people in business are supported, you know? 100%. I mean, I think that's... I think that, um, you know, there is a lot of support around. Um, I mean, I think the government has done very well in the area of setting up programs and, and providing support to to entrepreneurs in South Africa. But we need to see, and they've also put a lot of money into this, but we need to see better coordination of that. One of the findings um, from the study is that we looked at some of the agencies, some of the government agencies, and it's clear that they are not known to, to uh, that age category, the 18 to 24-year age category. Um, so I think government needs to do a lot more to, to spread the word about what is on offer because there are good things on offer, um, whether it be at a provincial level or nationally. Um, and obviously, universities and the private sector also offer support. Um, these usually come with more of a cost. So, but definitely... Um, Entrepreneurial uh, activity is very localized, and right. so one needs to think about it in a localized way. And we did a study this year um, that was complementary to the main study where we looked at Etiquini and Cape Town as two metropoles. And you can see just on the support services that you mentioned, there are vast different um, scores uh, uh, on, on the support that are provided in those two metropoles to up-and-coming entrepreneurs. All right.
Angus, we're going to have to leave it there. Angus Bowmaker Falconer, who is a research fellow at Stellenbosch Business School. It's also where we wrap it up today on the Talking Point. A big thank you from myself and the rest of the team that has brought the show to air. We'll be back with you again tomorrow morning. Now it's time for the update at noon.